college teacher brings the little creatures back to his campus, where they proceed to terrorize the faculty and students. Well, I can say this at least. The American college education system worked for the ghoulies. Yeah, they went from mute to electricians in a matter of hours. Without even spending a dime. Couldn't happen these days. Who even are you guys? We're children of the cheesy! Hey there, folks. Welcome to this episode of Children of the Cheesy. I am Sam. And I am Megan. Megan, do you remember college? Uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. I guess it depends on which year I was in. And how much beer we drank. Yeah, exactly. Although I will say the college experience we watched didn't seem much like college at all. No, it felt more like high school, didn't it? Yeah, high school summer camp vibes. Folks, we just watched Ghoulies 3, and I gotta say, it was quite the show. Yeah, you didn't know there was a third, and we can't believe they made it. Yeah, well, this time, the Ghoulies went back to college, or, or they just, they went just to go college. to college. Yes. Yeah, one of the two. We're not entirely sure which one. Either way, Ghoulies plus post secondary school equals 90 minutes of your life probably not 90 minutes well spent <laughs> probably better off just studying for that test folks we're just gonna go ahead and recommend that don't skip your finals for this one no but let's go ahead and open up to this thing and go ahead and get uh get this course over with yeah seriously it's a snooze fest so we open up to 1979 right this movie was made in 1990, 1990. and it was 21, 21 years. years ago so that would put us in 1979 a man frantically running into a bathroom mm -hmm. with a comic book in his hand <laughs> Because that happens so often in All life. the time. <laughs> is reciting something in Latin. Ish. Ish, right? It is it's a... Like Dr. Seuss Latin. Right, yes. It's like baby's first Aramaic. <laughs> the ghoulies bust in before he can finish whatever it is he's supposed to be speaking and flush him down the toilet. Yeah, they are much larger. They talk in this movie, which R is one of the four fun facts that I have. And the professor that did all this in the very beginning of the movie is listed in the credits as professor. Oh, well, you know, at least it's accurate. Yeah, I'm happy that they just didn't throw in some random names. And, you know, they cited him properly. Good for them. <laughs> right. Just like any good term paper. <laughs> So that's how this movie opens up, and then it cuts back to the present day, quote-unquote, which is 1990. <clears throat> the entire 10 minutes, you would say, is just this long, drawn-out, slapstick, Rube Goldberg-esque comedy scene, right? Yep. Right. This kid unscrews a mop handle while the janitor is... Mopping the brick steps right the brick sidewalk outside the bucket falls down the stairs knocks over a guy who falls into the bucket yes the bucket somehow continues to roll across a flat surface mm -hmm. into a man with a bunch of papers who gets knocked over it continues to roll and hits another guy yeah who face plants into ice cream that and, he was eating and that's like the entire tone of the movie, I feel like, right? Yeah, and this was all just to establish that it's prank week. Right. Because every university has, has prank, prank week. week, of course. Right, that's what that's you have. That's not anything that high school seniors do or anything like that. No, it's specifically of the college domain. <laughs> Absolutely. A place where people don't spend money on their education no. and just goof around all week. <laughs> Some dude who we later find out to be a gentleman named Wes is in the same bathroom where Professor was sucked into. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, on the toilet adjacent to the Ghoulie toilet, which yes. is like this special toilet that... It's, is much older than the building itself, it right. looks like. It's like they built the entire building around this toilet on the second floor. And it's a very ornate toilet. Like, it has, like, demon faces. It's got a plaque on it. Uh, yeah, as, as a historical landmark. Mm -hmm. So, again, your theory that they built the house around the toilet probably isn't wrong. Probably not, which begs the question, did other people know about the ghoulies? And then why is the toilet the only historical landmark? Wouldn't you renovate the entire home? 
as the whole landmark? No, just the toilet. But the toilet's on the second fucking floor. Right, exactly. <laughs> they just left it up there. <laughs> Don't get it. They just kept it like hanging from a pipe while they worked around the rest of the building. We don't have any floors. What? It's fine. It's fine. supported. <laughs> just build the freaking thing around the toilet. What did I tell you? So Wes is in the same bathroom as this toilet, and he just happens to break a random tile in the wall. Yeah. Because it's prank week. And he finds a comic book which we later find out is the ghoulies summoning book it's it's written as a comic right it's just their essence i guess it's them yeah so he finds it and starts reciting some of the latin the dr seuss latin Mm -hmm. and begins to summon the ghoulies but doesn't because prank week and his fraternity who we hear about frequently beta zeta theta beta th- ah, i can't even do it beta zeta theta beta zeta theta beta zeta theta beta zeta theta is out for pranking yes because they have to beat the gammas gamma sigma you know okay so at least gamma sigma is like something that i've heard before again let us know but i've never heard of beta zeta theta it could just be a random mismatch of greek that has to be it's got to be it i and- mean do you think any actual fraternity would want to be associated with this movie? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. And here's the other thing, too. So, again, like, I will say this much. I went to university, and you did, too. We went to the same university. I don't know why I act sometimes like we had... <laughs> completely different <laughs> upbringings, like we weren't related. <laughs> but our university was so small that we only had social clubs. They weren't actually, like, nationally recognized fraternities, sororities, whatever but you still get like part of the life but they wouldn't like go around saying their full latin name all the time like most of the time they would use the abbreviations and that was a sticking point for me because beta zeta theta always said beta, beta zeta, zeta theta. theta and they say it a lot like frequently yeah it's like every other word especially at the beginning yeah. as they're establishing this it's beta zeta theta beta zeta theta beta zeta theta and we get it you're in a frat, bro. Right. Good for you. Prank week. Con- yeah, prank week. Congratulations. <laughs> we are in the middle of this pranking war between these two fraternities, Beta Zeta Theta and Gamma Sigma. Sigma. And literally in the middle of it is a doddery old man by the name of Quentin Ragnar. And Professor Ragnar hates teaching... In general, students, young children, pranks, pranks, all of it, all of it, just hates every single bit of it. That very stereotypical, you know, because they tried to paint him as like that, you know, the mean dean, but he's not a dean. So like, right. Oh, he's the dean of students. You're right. He is. Yeah, he is the dean. But he's definitely like an over the top asshole. Right. Like not somebody that should be around Young men and women. Right. Right? Like if Not you, during formative years. Yes, exactly. No. <laughs> it's like, we get it. Some professors aren't really there to teach. They're just there for research, right? right? But you wouldn't promote somebody like that to the dean of students. Absolutely not. Like, you can maybe put him up as department chair. Also, everything he says ends in S-H. <laughs> it's like this actor, or maybe this was a character choice. We're not sure... But he, like, just got dentures in the other day and is just trying to figure out how to talk with the new teeth. I think his uh, polydent <laughs> wasn't working. A little bit loose that day. Yeah, thing. a little loose during shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it up to that roof, sir. Yeah, so he's he, he hates pranks. He hates pranking. And he's got his eye out on our main protagonist, Skip. Yes. Um, He really hates Skip. Even though... Skip doesn't do a lot of pranking in this movie. Skip doesn't do, yeah. Much of anything. No, not for being the protagonist. He doesn't do much. He doesn't do a whole lot. We'll get to Skip a little bit later. Yeah. But everyone has a mullet. That's the other thing. <laughs> Everybody had a mullet. Everybody's got a mullet. Even the girls had mullets. Yes, because the perms were so short in the front and long in the back. Yeah, no, there was definitely a party in the back and everybody was invited. Did we ever know what this university's name was? Mullet U? <laughs> Might as well have been. <laughs> well, they like to party. Yes. That was another theme that we found out as well. Yes, they love to party. Yep. We 
meet Aaron after this dust-up between Ragnar and Skip. Aaron Yeager. Right. Different Aaron. <laughs> Certainly less effective. <laughs> yeah, she's, you know. Just kind of there. Yeah. Uh, as an object of Skip's affection. Yes. Um, even though she appears to be caught in between dating him and dating was it Jeremy. Jeremy. Right. The head. No. Is it the head? Is he the head of Sigma Gamma or I Gamma think he Sigma? Is. Yeah. 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 Okay. The head of the rival fraternity, mm-hmm. Gamma Sigma. Yes. Skip gets cucked immediately by Gamma Sigma. <laughs> like, immediately. Yeah. Like, Aaron's already pissed off at him for something he had done prior to this movie. Right. So, we're sort of setting the stage for, like, this tension between this little love triangle that doesn't really have much in the way of a conclusion. Right? Like, it doesn't have much in the way of a setup or no. in a conclusion. It's just sort of expected that, yeah, they're two rival frats. They're also fighting over this girl. And... That's, that's what really, it is. That's just what it is. Like, right? it kind of sort of plays in at the end, but not really. We then cut to Ragnar's class. Yes. Where all three of our characters are in. Yeah. And his class looks like something out of, like, a, a central L.A. remedial class. <laughs> just throwing like stuff Like, there's around. graffiti on the walls. <laughs> People are throwing stuff around. They've they've taken the time to, like, draw Ragnar in all kinds of, like, weird drawings. Centur- centaurian ways. Yeah, exactly. Like, at least it's a little classy. At least it's not like him fucking an old lady or something That's like true. that. You know, that is they, true. They kept it sort of classy, but, like, definitely a, a very... Yeah, maybe a, maybe a prankish vibe, right? Like yeah. I feel like that's what they're trying to get across this entire movie. Is like, hey, pranks, haha, silly. The ghoulies will fit right in. <laughs> it's just putting a square peg in a round hole, I guess. I suppose so. This is an institution of learning. <laughs> that's literally what he said. <laughs> that's the one thing I want to get across to this is that Ragnar's one character trait is that his dentures do not fit (laughs) he spends a lot of the movie with the upper lip exposing most of the gum yeah most of the gum like his upper lip is is gone right the other thing about him is is he's sort of a creep towards aaron He's sort of, yeah, he is. Like right at the beginning, too. He gives off some some creepy old man. Yeah, some serious predator vibes. Seriously. Yeah. Ragnar notices Wes reading the Ghoulies comic book. Yep. And confiscates it, snatches it from him. Yep. And starts to read it out loud. (laughs) Because that's what you do in college. Yeah, exactly. He almost summons the Ghoulies again. But doesn't finish. The ghoulies get edged a lot in the first of this movie. Uh, yeah, a lot at <laughs> like, the beginning. Like, we, they really want to show us the ghoulies coming out of the toilet, so they show them, like, almost, almost coming, out, coming of the out of the toilet. toilet. Several times. Yeah, I cannot stress how many times we see that toilet <laughs> bubbling. <laughs> it is an image that will stay in my head for at least 24 hours. And right? again, I'm just saying, we're both homeowners, like... And I get that they're in a frat, but you would know that something was up with the plumbing. <laughs> You're lucky you have to. Right, you'd have to notice that. <laughs> like, it's like the toilet is like smoking and bubbling again. most days. Again. And those look like old ass pipes. So there's got to be some banging and clanging around in there too. Right, probably a leak somewhere. <laughs> so anyways, whatever. Doesn't matter. Ragnar is pranked by an inflatable alligator. Yeah. Well, okay, I- the inflatable <laughs> alligator comes out. It's not the inflatable alligator doing the prank. <laughs> clarify that would have made for much more that would have been a better movie movie. like if the the antagonist was the inflatable alligator yes no right all that happens is it like comes out of his podium and everyone starts laughing yeah it's like the funniest damn thing i've seen Uh, ever (laughs) pool floaties outside of a pool yeah har har prank week super funny yeah this is an institution (laughs) of learning Anyway, he threatens to expel everybody. We cut to a party at Beta Zeta Zeta Theta, Theta. where there's a lot of time spent on, like, two things. One, the Asian frat guy being a, like, stereotypical nerd. He's, like, a big AV nerd. Yeah, loving technology. He has this everybody stereo. about his stereo yeah that he's like really you know yeah he's proud into of right and which is it's fine which is kind of cool i don't mind that like whatever yeah exactly. it's a hobby yeah nerd culture is definitely a lot yes. more 
more apparent now than it was, you know, 30 years ago. Yep. Back then, they didn't really appreciate it. No. So he gets cucked. Right. A lot. Yes, he does. And we also spend a lot of time with Wes and Veronica, who are obsessed with exercising. While having sex. Yeah, or, or, or like... Back and forth between back, the exactly, two. Exactly. Like, well, and that's the thing is like they're doing both at the same time, but, <laughs> but not, not really, really doing either one. I don't know. At, ever. Yeah. And then there's this part where like Wes and Veronica are sort of worn out from exercising, I guess, because they don't actually have any sex. And then Wes has to go to the bathroom and he like looks at his dick and he's yeah. like, oh, thank God we're free. It, so maybe Wes is like closet gay maybe. and Veronica's his beard. <laughs> I guess something that's gotta be it the dynamic is a little off and i don't understand wes's character uh, whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because wes literally gets dragged into the toilet by the ghoulies in like the just a few minutes yes. right like ragnar fails some random students yeah he in puts his a classroom f and then an exclamation point behind it because again in universities that's totally how it goes they down. grade exactly <laughs> f <laughs> exclamation point institution <laughs> and a fairning so anyway, he, he fails the students, then he goes and looks at the comic because he can't resist himself. He reads the baby Aramaic, <laughs> summons the ghoulies, and rather than like doing something with them, they sort of appear, right? Yeah. Come out of the toilet, make a big fuss about that. Start a talking. Appear out of nowhere, start talking shit. Give he us... immediately banishes them yeah. back. Yep. And then they go and kill Wes. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is that these ghoulies definitely give off three stooges vibes like oh, for sure they definitely have like a three stooges personality like yeah larry moe and curly, curly joe. joe for sure like yeah. you have froggy who's the leader right yeah he is definitely moe mm -hmm. uh larry is going to be the rat yep yeah and then curly joe is, is the, cat. the cat yeah because he's a major glutton and kind of an idiot right yeah it's so interesting that they could have done anything with those puppets that they, they decided to have them speak this time yes and they went with the three stooges <laughs> yeah that, that's my reaction too <laughs> Like, you could have done so much with that. And Literally with anything. Yeah. We don't think there was much thought at all put behind this movie. And again, just even from the names, like, we have an officer, his officer Barkus. Yes. Uh, who actually crashes the party while all this is going down. Right? Yeah. He apparently, the only thing that we know about him is that he wears women's underwear. It's a medical condition. <laughs> He's got sensitive skin. And is buddies with Skip Carter and has a infatuation with his scooter. Yeah. Betsy. Mm-hmm. The electric scooter. Yes. And it's important that we call out that it's an electric scooter because that becomes somewhat important later. It's more like a golf cart, really. Right. Yeah, they call it a scooter. It makes it sound like it's a hover around, which it very well could be. Barkus is not a small man. No. But it's not It's not a hover around. It is a golf cart. That's right. So, Three wheels, though. Exactly. So while after Barkus is sort of ran off by Skip, Skip is helping this young lady who is wearing nothing but panties and a uh, mounted deer head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she so somehow got stuck. Got stuck, which if you know anything about mounted deer heads, that's not possible. Yeah, because they're generally hollowed out on the inside. You're right. And, and the plaque sort of prevents you from sticking your head in the back of it. But whatever. It's whatever. fine. So she's stuck in that. He's trying to help her out. Aaron walks in on this, sees this, gets mad, leaves with Jeremy. And Jeremy says one of the greatest lines of the entire movie. He does. Buenas noches, Skippy. <laughs> Just like that. Like, by, the, by the way, Jeremy is like white. Like platinum, like almost albino kind of white. Yeah, like glow in the dark white. Like the hair, like it's that platinum blonde hair that looks very fine and like... Like, if he spends five minutes in the sun... He's like burning. He, He's will, he will literally Third degree. Ignite. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, I don't know why he throws this very, like, Buenas Zorro noches. type... <laughs> and they ride away together on their Vespa. <laughs> That's so badass. It was so badass. <laughs> Stupid. All right. Cool. 
this is where West dies, right? After the party has sort of died down, the sex is... Veronica's stopped. Horn dogging. Yeah. I guess, whatever it is she's doing. He goes to the bathroom because he hears a toilet being flushed. Mm-hmm. He, he finds the ghoulie portal. They pull him into the toilet. Yeah. At some point, sodomize him with a toilet brush. Yeah, that happens. Yep. That's a real thing in the movie. And then with they, the bristly in, too. Yeah, bristly in first. Like, it's... it's this movie's it's, a lot at times. It is difficult to watch, yes. Yeah, it, is. it is really hard to watch. This very quintessential 90s. Yeah, know that. yeah, like late 80s, early 90s. Like Porky's meets Ghoulies 2. <laughs> and maybe that's what they were going for. They're like, hey, we can do Porky's with Ghoulies. That's, you know what? You're probably right. That has to be it. That's spot on. That's got to be what happened. But the thing is, is they just didn't capture the spirit like Porky's had. Like, yes, Porky's, like, if you watch it nowadays, it's very cringe, but I think that it's still... It's better than this. It's got something to it. It's better than this. And uh, granted, that's not saying much, but it is definitely better than this. So the rest of the frat, Beta, Zeta, Theta, have left to go prank the Gammas, Wes, He's guarding. He's guarding it. He's been dragged into the toilet. He's gone. So now it's just the ghoulies by themselves in the frat house, right? They completely destroy it more than it already was. Kill me because this took forever. Right. This was a 20-minute thing. (laughs) We're going to describe it in less than two. They trash the place and drink all the beer. That's literally what happens. And they spend about 20 minutes on this. And it's like back and forth between this and Skipper, Skippy talking about rigging up trash to Jeremy's Vespa. Right, because the Gammas have a garbage drive. A garbage drive. I've never heard of a garbage drive. (laughs) Like, are you just doing the trash man's job for them? That's got to be what it is. It's literally (laughs) the only thing it can be. Because usually when you have a drive, it's like... For charity. Or, you know, if it's like, you're not getting anything. You're not getting paid to drop garbage off. Usually if you have large amounts of garbage, you have to pay. The landfill to to dump it. it. (laughs) You're not just going to do that for free. Are you? It doesn't matter. The Gammas <laughs> have a garbage way. drive. Skip has rigged up the bike, uh, Jeremy's Buenas Noches Vespa. <laughs> he probably calls it Buenas Noches. Buenas Noches. Buenas Noches, Skippy. <laughs> and he's, anyway, Skippy's got it rigged up to the garbage thing. The Ghoulies have magically transported after drinking 2,000 beers, 2,001 beers. Yes. And are in the back of the garbage truck and decide that rather than letting Skip do his prank, they're just going to destroy the Vespa. Yes. Which is, granted, a much better prank. It really is. If you really think about it, it is. Beta Zeta Theta. BZT. BZT. (laughs) Comes back to the frat house to find the place completely trash. Do a spit take. Yeah. Upon seeing it. Correct. And think that Wes has done this and drank all 2,000 beers. Yeah, and there was one point that that Skip was like, oh, he's dead. And we were like, yeah, accurate. Yes, Yes. he is dead. If you drank 2,000 beers, you'd be dead. (laughs) Also, they never talk about him again after this. They bring it up a couple times that the the Gammas have kidnapped him. But... But that's it. No one's he's, really... <laughs> he's gone for an extended period of time, too. Nobody's like, concerned. the whole week of prank week. No, no one cares. No one cares. No one calls Barkus or, yeah. like, the actual police. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Nobody says anything, like, aside <laughs> Very from... rarely. Yeah, except for that one, like, one-off where Mookie skips number two guy. Later on in the movie, yells at Jeremy. He's like, you kidnapped Wes. It's like, no, we didn't. <laughs> and then and that's... that's it. So Wes was like, again, that's why I said, I I guess I didn't really understand Wes's role to discover, like, why was he there? What was the point of that? Wes, what? Why was he in the movie? Yeah. What was his character? His character was the closeted gay guy who gets killed at the very beginning. (laughs) That's literally the only thing he was. That's so 90s. (laughs) Yeah. Literally all he was. God. The next day, Skip goes to talk to... Veronica, mm-hmm. Wes's girlfriend, yes, who is not monogamous in the slightest, comes on to Skip the entire time while yeah. Skip's trying to like figure out what what happened to Wes the night He's before. Trying to have a conversation with her while she's in a thong, bra, and 
thigh high stockings. Yeah, and is like just undressing the entire time. Aaron walks in on this, right, where it catches Skip in another awkward position that he really had no right to be in. Like any intelligent person would just be like, I'm going to come back when you have your clothes on. I'll talk to you later. Skip didn't do that. So now Aaron's mad at him. Oh, but she comes in with Jeremy. Yes, she does. Yes, that's true. And Skip is a lot more worried about that yes then west Wes. disappearing <laughs> Not being there. like he immediately goes outside and starts telling mook like we've got big problems aaron went spent all night with jeremy not mm-hmm. damn veronica doesn't know where wes is at all yeah okay whatever barkus happens upon skip and mook <clears throat> while they're coming back from the sorority house yes basically threatens skip because jeremy's bike has been strung up on this tree just beaten to shit just, like just torn up and then barkus goes back to betsy his golf cart and is immediately electrocuted by the ghoulies yes so the ghoulies come up behind they said oh it's electrical they literally say that it's an electric golf cart. They know how to rewire, so good for them. And yeah, he gets electrocuted. Yeah, he does. And he doesn't die. No. Marcus takes a lot of abuse in this movie, but does not die. He's a tough cookie. Other characters are not so lucky. They die from much more innocuous things. <laughs> yeah. Wes gets flushed down a toilet, which to be fair, if that actually happened, if you could actually fit a body in a toilet, they would probably die. But the others, yeah. the others, we'll get to them. Not so much. <laughs> Ragnar has not slept in days. He is cracked out. He looks like he is starting to see shadow people. <laughs> see them for sure. He is wild Yo, at this point the man is manic he has been reading that 10 page comic book for days yeah front and back cover to cover side to side panel to panel for days days 10 pages spent days <laughs> i don't know what you could get out of that i don't know he finally summons the ghoulies mm-hmm. and gives them their first order which is to bring him the prank crown Immortal demons, unlimited power, bring me the the prank crown. Like, yeah, again, question, you know, to anybody out there, if you had that opportunity, is that what you would use it for? No. (laughs) No, that's an obvious, yeah, that's that's an easy one. (laughs) That's just, right, I mean, you have a chance to kind of get away with illegal things that you would never have an opportunity to in your life immortal demons right can be summoned anywhere exactly we'll rob do elon musk for me <laughs> like, i don't know <laughs> go kick jeff bezos in the nuts right apparently i have a thing against billionaires yeah well <laughs> ragnar has a thing against college students so. <laughs> well and he put himself there so whatever yeah exactly at least in your case like you're nowhere near a billionaire <laughs> yeah, I'm, not tr- I'm not trying not to trying be trying to get anywhere yeah close to him. <laughs> ragnar's put himself right in the middle of it he did yeah so the ghoulies start to do this by stealing the golf cart from Barkus. Yeah. Which doesn't, I mean, doesn't do much of anything. Most this whole scene is just bizarre, right? Like, go steal the prank crown. So they just go and cause chaos for a few minutes. Right. There's a scene in there where they're like driving the golf cart around and it's clearly <laughs> a dude in a hood with like best. green arms. That was the best part. Because you... <laughs> just it gets so close that you can truly see that it's a guy with like all black but with green arms just swerving the shit out of that thing thing. (laughs) (laughs) must have been fun for that extra he had a blast you could tell he was digging it (laughs) that was a fun scene for him not for us yeah not so much for the rest of us Uh, we get this brief scene where Skip convinces Aaron to get back together with him. The librarian in the background is taking notes about a comic book. <clears throat> yeah. Foreshadowing. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. The ghoulies finally do return the crown to Ragnar, who then, like, tests them. Yeah. By telling them to kill him. They won't do it or they can't do it, obviously. It's like they semi-try, but then he calls them out before they even do it. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. The librarian immediately comes in while this is happening. Yes. Sees the ghoulies, panics, Mm -hmm. screams. The cat ghoulie pulls her tongue Uh, 
out. But not like not like detaches it from her, but like stretches. Arts, like stretches very it. much stretch Armstrong. Yeah, tongue. exactly. Stretch Armstrong tongue. Also, cat's got your tongue. Yes. So I guess at least they took the obvious ones. They took the easy. They took the low hanging. <laughs> very very low. Snaps it back, which kills her. Yeah, like wraps around her neck and she strangles to death on her tongue. On her own stretched out tongue. Tongue doesn't really make any attempt to stop it either. Just sort of falls over dead. Yep. She's fragile. Very fragile. <laughs> we cut to a new scene where the sorority now is preparing for the panty raid portion of Prank Week. <laughs> Veronica decides that she's going to... Start an OnlyFans. Yeah, so <laughs> she hears the, the sorority leader. I forget her name. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That there is probably going to be herds of horny men outside their building. Yeah. So she goes upstairs into her room, turns the rock music on really loud. Opens the windows. And starts stripping, right? Dancing. Barkus. Yeah, Barkus mm-hmm. sees this at first. and He's loving it. The ghoulies cut the branch that he's on and he falls down. Doesn't die. Nope. Barkus is very durable. He's just like invincible. He is invincible. He needs a. He could do so many other things and get paid probably much better than he does. You know, it's just some campus security. Science should study him. Crash test dummy. <laughs> Stunt double for Chris Farley because he's still alive at this time. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Could have done it. He could have done it. But he decided to be campus security instead. Yeah. With a name like Barkus, what else you got? You've got Betsy. <laughs> so the ghoulies start perving on Veronica as well. They get in on the panty raid and trash Veronica's room and trash the other sorority while Beta Zeta Theta is getting sexually assaulted by the sorority girls downstairs. Yeah, it's this weird scene where these sorority girls, I guess, bait them with a basket full of negligee and... They take the bait and then are ambushed by hordes of topless women smacking them with pillows. Mm -hmm. And then they get their pants taken off. And And that's it. That's it. That's all that happens there. But, you know, that's very normal. Uh, Definitely happened in college. Panty raids all the time. Definitely not a summer camp tradition. No, not at all. No, no, this is college. University. This is is mullet you. (laughs) Well, you know what? Honestly, <laughs> to be expected at Mullet U. That's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> of course, there's no business being done. Where's the business in the front? I guess that was Ragnar. That was Ragnar. Wow. The ghoulies kill Veronica with a plunger. Yeah, they stick it on her face and it stretches out. Yeah, and she dies. But I guess that's what she gets for being a whore. At I least guess. according to this movie. Yeah. Yeah, her death was pretty unsatisfying in general the deaths were none of them were like any good That's why true. have deaths in this movie it didn't feel like a movie where people should die in exactly like i mean it's definitely a horror comedy but they leaned really hard into the comedy yeah to the point that it would almost be like a parody of themselves yeah yeah it felt like a parody of ghoulies right or ghoulies too. More yeah. like a parody of Ghoulies 2. Yeah. And Ghoulies 2 didn't need a parody. No, not at all. It was already a satire. <laughs> they just, you know, that's what humans do. We just dig our heels in sometimes and yeah, somebody, somebody decided to dig their heels in on this one. Yeah, this was somebody's foot down. <laughs> Gonna prove a point. Yeah, decisions were made that made this happen. Veronica being killed with a plunger. Yeah. And not even like Wes got sodomized with a toilet brush. And flushed. And then flushed down. And that would have been painful. But Veronica just got a plunger to the face. Yeah, just kind of. That would have been gross. But she was in the shower. So you wash it off. Exactly. And the other thing is like the ghoulies are like, they're taller for sure. Yes. But they're only like a foot and a half tall. Yeah. Maybe two and a half feet. That's the whole thing. They act like these things have like superhuman strength or something like that. Yeah. You could have easily just like slapped it away. Get the fuck out of here. Pushed them over. Be like, go away. Get out of here. Go. What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're just Don't you have something to study? Jeez. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> why are you even in college, bro? Why are you in mullet you? Why are you, why are you even in mullet you? God almighty. It's prank week. God. So... Aaron, the next day, is mad at Skip again, because that's 
a thing that happens a lot in this movie. Yeah, we don't know why. This one is for the annual panty raid, but like this part, that one just... was literally the dumbest <laughs> reason to be mad at him. This drove me crazy because she was upset that it happened and that he didn't try to stop it and that he didn't warn her. First of all, let's just repeat those words. Annual panty raid. Yeah. She knew about it. Not and only Barkus came by. That's true. Barkus did come by earlier to offer to take all of their underwear and return them by Monday, Tuesday, or and at the Friday. very latest Friday. Yes. Okay. Dokie. Alrighty. Sweet. But yeah, Aaron's mad at Skip for all that. So that was dumb. That whole bit was just dumb. We finally get back to Ragnar, who is probably my favorite character in this whole movie. <laughs> it's just so wild. <laughs> you know what? Somebody had to give some energy, and it, if it was manic, it was manic. But at least it, he gave it. Yeah, Kevin McCarthy gave some of the <laughs> one of those manic performances I think I've ever That's seen. Right. And this this scene in particular, right? Like he is just giving up on the whole humanity thing. <laughs> like scribbles crudely, evil and power <laughs> on there. Starts telling everybody that evil's going to win and that power corrupts and gets in Aaron's face about something and then yeah because she thinks good can prevail and right you know. yeah but this was back in the early fails. 90s before they saw what corporate America is really created right of. yeah just wait until big tech comes around <laughs> Facebook hadn't been invented yet. yeah things progress exponentially yeah. <laughs> Ragnar's desk gets blown up by Jeremy skip is framed for it skip gets kicked out of class beta zeta theta beta follows zeta theta, sings it away out <laughs> Matthew Lillard has his one line. Yeah, folks, you bet you didn't know. Matthew Lillard, this was his film debut. He played a tall, nerdy character in the background, and he had one line. Yep, and just, just singing along with the others. Yep. And that's it. Good for him. Ragnar decides after his desk is blown up that he's going to have Carter killed by the ghoulies. <laughs> I guess, yeah, it fits with his manicness, probably. It fits his personality, <laughs> yeah. but his personality doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Like, he has unlimited power, Why according to his own lesson. Killing this college but student. But he wants to kill a college student. Jesus. All right, sweet, dude. Whatever, bro. Neato. The ghoulies mock him for his stupid voice and stupid decisions and... They don't mock him for the denture stuff. I Which really they wish they should. should have. Like, that would have made this movie, like, so much better. It's a missed opportunity. I can't believe they missed it. They go off to kill Carter. Skip. Aaron, by the way, has this amazing ability that we find out about halfway through in that she has the power of walking in on people during intimate confessions. Yeah. Right? So Jeremy is telling the rest of his group how he has framed skip yep. mm -hmm. and then she walks in on skip calling himself a dumbass she walks in on ragnar a little bit later yeah after he's like hid the uh the librarian yeah like she just sort of pops in at the <laughs> most opportune times she does. so Stick she finally decides lines. exactly so the love triangle part is finally like resolved at this moment right so like Jeremy, Buenas Noches, <laughs> Heidelman, yeah, has is is out, and Skip Carter is the man. That's right. That's who she's chosen. She goes with the good guy. Skip rewards her by using a dustbuster in bed. <laughs> <laughs> that was this was a really confusing thing because there was a lot of like products in bed that like. <laughs> I don't know. Like a dustbuster. That many people use to make their sex lives more exciting. Exercise bikes, <laughs> rowing machines, treadmills. Treadmills. Like, I mean, to each their own, whatever. I'm not here to kink shame. I'm just saying it seems hard. And as a woman, I don't think the handheld vacuum would be good for the lady parts down there. It sounds like you're going to get an infection. I mean, at best. You're going to have, like, a pH issues. imbalance. <laughs> Absolutely. Issues with that one. 100%. Yeah, that would be like the best case scenario, I think. <laughs> so, really, whatever. the best case scenario is the battery doesn't work. <laughs> or maybe just never even bring it into the bedroom. Maybe not. But Skip brings it in, and Erin appears to be enjoying herself. She's satisfied. Yeah. There's a lot of beer in this movie, and I feel like maybe they drank some of it. <laughs> 
this a lot of it was either this i think this movie only got greenlit because miller was like we'll pay for it if you just put us everywhere right they were like done and there's a lot of miller light in this movie a ton literally everywhere a mountain of miller light wherever you <laughs> see it there's miller light in your signs face. there's like stacks of cans both empty and full boxes with the miller light mm-hmm. logos on it so like posters i'm pretty sure that's how this movie got paid for probably so absolutely yeah. well done thank you for that miller light wait is miller light was that their way of saying like hey we're here for you college students it's miller time holy shit yep at mullet university at mu yep Ghoulies 3. <laughs> Whatever, Miller. I Whatever. guess you don't have high bars. I guess whoever greenlit it was just as drunk off their own product. <laughs> they were living the high life, let me tell you. After the dustbuster silliness, Blaine, Jeremy's number two guy, mm-hmm. tries to sneak in with an actual bomb. Yeah. Like a cartoon bomb. But, but a bomb. But a bomb nonetheless. Nonetheless, right? Lights it, but before he can find Skip, the ghoulies pan him. Like, literally, like, hit him with a frying pan and kill him. Yeah. And he ends up, like, fleeing, and the ghoulies wind up tossing the bomb out the window. The bomb finds its way to Barkus and explodes. Doesn't die. Doesn't die. Disintegrates Betsy. But she is destroyed. Betsy is gone, right? Take a moment for Betsy. She's gone. Skip and Aaron, after the Dustbuster Lingus... Um, decide that they're going to go present their case Stop. to Ragnar. You just... <laughs> I'm not going to let you <laughs> move past that one so quickly. But they find a dead librarian <laughs> instead. Sorry. Yeah, with her gray tongue wrapped around herself. Yep. Oh, man. A dustbuster <laughs> Dustbuster lingus. why that got me so they go to they go to present their case to ragnar Mm -hmm. find the dead librarian in a sarcophagus (laughs) did ragnar put her in there he had to have either that or he got the ghoulies to do it (laughs) something but either way either way like that's where they found her dead Right. Yes. Yeah. And not like the least bit perplexed by like the length of her tongue. No, they're just. And again, I mean, I get I get it that it's a comedy, but the reaction to a dead woman falling out was very like, oh, my gosh, there's there's she's dead. Oh, my goodness. Yes. By her tongue. We got to get out of here. We better leave. Yeah. It would bring up i think people would be more perplexed rather than surprised exactly but they didn't seem to be this seems to be a rather common occurrence in the ghoulies universe maybe apparently they're intercepted by jeremy on their way out mm-hmm. who wants to kill skip just <laughs> definitely an escalation <laughs> it goes up fast yeah it goes from buenas noches to i would kill you <laughs> Kill you. I would kill you. Like, calm down there, Tony Montana. No. Right. <laughs> Muertes. <Yeah>. Se muertes. <laughs> Aaron manages to escape because they don't care about Aaron no. for some reason, even though he's going to kill Skip and it'd probably be good to get rid of the witnesses, but whatever. We don't think that far ahead. Aaron is immediately kidnapped by Quentin, <clears throat> who for some reason is eating a pie. Yeah, that That's was... just a weird prop weird yeah which i guess it means that he's eating something at least we were happy for that because thought that he at least needed some nourishment and substance something yeah Yeah. now granted it's a it's a fried chocolate pie but whatever something something Something. yeah maybe the ghoulies got it from the snack machine (laughs) he said bring me sustenance i need sustenance well here's the pie boss Yeah, so Aaron is kidnapped and tortured, which basically means she gets her clothes ripped off, like There's, partially ripped off. There definitely is like a lot of like sexual predator vibes from Ragnar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the ghoulies too, but very much so. But yeah. you know, they're kind of small, so you could fight those little f- Right. And that's to be expected a little bit, right? Like they're they're demons that terrorize right. people and kill them in right. strange ways. So yeah. it's fine. Skip hears Aaron screaming, goes super sane after Jeremy says, the bitch ain't worth it. He loses his shit. Yeah, starts throwing people around. Yeah, can't take that. Comes upon Ragnar and the ghoulies torturing Aaron. 
kicks down the cardboard door <laughs> and manages to rescue Aaron. The ghoulies try to stop him, but he shoots them with a Ruger full of super glue. Yeah, goofy glue. Goofy glue. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which uh, <laughs> just sometimes the amount of time that they spend on things, they spent at least a good two minutes of him shooting this little gun and white sticky substances falling on the ghoulies faces yeah they they did spend a lot of camera time on that and a lot of time watching these puppets like struggle with the glue (laughs) like we were talking about this like the puppets certainly get a lot of screen time in this movie which is good because they're good puppets right and they do utilize them the direction in which they are utilized is awful terrible it's just the worst. They just really, it, again, nothing is really, and I'm not asking for anything that's super thought out, really fully formed. Right. It's Ghoulies 3. Ghoulies go to college. Exactly. Like, but I just, you know, like a little bit of sustenance, maybe? No, no. We're talking like chocolate pie level sustenance. <laughs> that's why it was there. They said, this is what you're fucking getting. This is what you're getting for your brain right now. <laughs> Fried chocolate pie. Skip gets the comic in this uh, struggle between Ragnar and Skip and the ghoulies, and then immediately orders the ghoulies to kill Ragnar. Yes. Which they attempt to do. Ragnar is turned into like this goo pile. Yeah. Essentially. But he's not dead. Not dead. They, being Aaron and Skip, go back to Beta Zeta Theta House. (laughs) Where... Jeremy is like right on their heels with a baseball bat. Yeah. He's going to like try to beat Skip to death. (laughs) Okay. Why? Why? Anyway, (laughs) it doesn't matter because Ragnar like comes out of nowhere (laughs) with like this demon stomach thing, (laughs) face thing coming out. Like uh, it's like total recall, but like a much bigger face. Yeah. It just takes up the whole abdomen area. Exactly. And it's like mouthing at the same time he's talking. Yeah. But my favorite part is that Ragnar is wearing the, the, the prank <laughs> hat, the prank crown. Like it means something. It means nothing. Like it means something. Like it, like like it, has, it has some sort some of status. <laughs> Jesus. He's just wearing the hat. And it's literally like a jester's hat with like some sparkly streamers on top. And like a spinny little a spinny little antenna thing. And some bottle caps sewed around the side. It is literally the cheapest looking hat (laughs) you could possibly find. And Ragnar decided to put it on (laughs) before going out to assault Aaron and Skip. Okay. So Ragnar the demon chases them up to the bathroom yes. where this fateful toilet is. Mm-hmm. The porcelain guy. The porcelain toilet. Skip, who still has the comic book, yes. flushes it down the toilet. Not before they make note that... So Ragnar is like... They spend a lot of time in this movie of like, okay, you are the comic book. It's your essence. It's one and the same. So he spends some time at the end of the movie again reiterating when Skip looks down. <laughs> same little face. He's like 3D molded on the outside. Oh God, yeah. I forgot about book. that. Yeah, like, it's like... It's oddly jarring. You're like, oh, what the hell? What is this? Yes. Yeah. So that so, was yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. So they have this little back and forth between Ragnar and Skip. And he's like, you can't kill me. I am the comic. The comic can't kill me either. And he's like, all right. He flushes it down, it down the, the toilet. toilet and kills Ragnar. And that's basically where the movie ends. Yeah, like, I did jazz hands. Y'all couldn't see him. Yeah, jazz like, hands. Movie ends. Beta Zeta Theta <laughs> wins the prank yeah, week. Skip gets which, his crown. They get the crown back. Mook comes in and says that the judges have voted. Who are these judges? <laughs> They were never established at any point in time. It's just like, we won prank week. It's like... Yeah, because you There's a winner? (laughs) Like, you're not dead? You're not dead? Exactly. So... Jeremy gets arrested, quote unquote, by Barkus. Because he has like... the bomb thing. He has a pants full of dynamite, basically. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Cool. So everything's wrapped up neatly in a bow. The party starts. The ghoulies are back in the toilet. And then they raise a Miller Lite. <laughs> I forgot about that last one. To the Prank King. Yes. And the movie ends. Pour one out for the Prank King. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. So 
Fun fact, I already told you a couple of them, Matthew Lillard and then that the ghoulies speak. This movie was originally intended for theatrical release. Oh, man. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> so, I wonder why that didn't happen. Uh, straight to VHS with this one, huh? Yep. Yep. And then, I guess this is of note, but the first entry in the Ghoulies franchise that did not have any involvement with Charles Band. I don't know if he was necessarily the person who started the first the franchise itself with the first two movies, but it kind of sounds like it. Sounds like it, and it's definitely a departure from the tone from the previous two. Like, you can feel it. Yeah, it, very I'm obvious. Immediately, yes. Yes. As soon as the ghoulies start talking, you're like, "This is gonna this be is a different, different. movie." Mm-hmm. We got to give a cheese rate into this thing. Yeah, I'm gonna say crusty cheese whiz. Yeah, if you were gonna say regular cheese whiz, I was like, sometimes that's fun and can be kind of delicious in the right setting, but no. This is definitely crusty. Like, it was good at one point in time, maybe, or it had some goodness in it, mm-hmm. but it's just stride out. It's, yeah, it's... Stale. Boring. Boring. Processed. Yeah. It's just... <clears throat> Everything wrong with the, the, the cheesy horror genre was pretty much encapsulated in this movie. Yeah. Which is a shame, because there were... Some things that really could have gone well with it. Like they could have taken some turns. Kevin McCarthy's manic energy, the the puppets themselves. Yeah. Um, the fact like the voices that they chose for the puppets too. Like I just want to throw that out there. You can't you know, like yeah, yeah. Like you can't understand, understand anything them. that they said. You can't. No. You and, can't understand anything that's going on. They could have been and like you said, with the Larry like the three stooges vibes. Y'all yeah. could have gone any direction with that yep and that's what they went with (sighs) whatever i just i don't i think that this was extraordinarily lazy and that's why this is dried cheese whiz because dried cheese whiz is lazy yeah that is that's that's somebody that hasn't cleaned up after themselves yes and this movie feels like that (laughs) i don't know i don't have anything else this This has pretty much been children of the cheesy that was ghoulies three stick around because we got ghoulies four which thankfully should put an end to this horrible horrible series thank god (laughs) sometimes these series you know once we get into number three they start to tank yeah yeah now quality tanks and the quality certainly tanked in this one Uh, i can't recommend this movie in good consciousness if you do check it out let us know what you think all right well folks this has been children of the cheesy thanks for listening later Thank you for listening to Children of the Cheesy. If you feel like dropping us some cheddar, check out our Patreon. You'll get some warm, melty perks like early access to our episodes, a cheesy drawing from moi, and access to exclusive content. Head to childrenofthecheesy.com for the latest on upcoming episodes, merch, and other exciting things. Like, review, and subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Like at Cheesy Children Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And also remember to check out our short series, Trailer Trash, on YouTube and TikTok. And remember, folks, even a cheesy movie can be worth savoring. See you next time. <laughs>